Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first episode of Tea Time, the podcast. And I am your host, Castia Marina, the branding queen. So, welcome to the first episode. If you didn't listen to the intro, I'm going to get you caught up and let you all know this is my disclaimer. The kids are still up. Even though I'm recording at night, I didn't want to wait. I felt like it's time to record that first episode. I don't want to keep it waiting any longer. And I'm going to record. And the way that I envision this podcast is that it's going to be real. As in the sense that that's what Tea Time was all about originally. And let me, start, let me rephrase, not Tea Time, but Tea Time Tuesday was born out of the, the need to just dish the tea, keep it real, and say it as it is, the things that I want to touch on, the topics that I want to touch on, and clarify all of the mess out there that needs clearing up, right? So... Sometimes the kids may interrupt and I'm going to say, okay, there's the kids and I'm going to edit it out and come back, press record and, and continue recording the podcast. There will be times I will be recording in the car and just getting this content out there to you because the whole reason why I started the podcast, if you didn't listen to the intro, I started the podcast for my need to get content out there quickly and easily i mean of course without having to get ready get dressed promote on facebook and i'm going live right now which i will still do those things but i feel like the podcast is going to fill that gap um for me this is the audio experience i'm stealing gary Ruiz words there but it's the audio version of a blog right and i don't enjoy writing I don't enjoy the task of having to go back, edit, make sure everything is spelt right and formatted right. It's just too much work. I just want to get my message out quickly, fast, efficient, because at the end of the day, I'm running a business, you're running a business, and we have to be efficient. I want to get things out to you. I want to keep my blog alive on my website, and I have been absolutely terrible with doing that. I'm better with keeping content going on social media and for the longest one, I'm supposed to put all my content up on my website, which note to self, I should probably do because I have had some extra time. And some days, like in the day, all right, I'm a mom. And with school being closed, doing creative work is difficult. I need to be lost in my own world with headphones in my ears, music playing, all that jazz. I can't have kids running around screaming. And not just that they're running around screaming, but it's just that I don't need to be supervising them while doing creative work. That's just not the best way for me to produce my best work. And so my best work happens at night, especially when school is closed, because naturally I'm a night owl. I only become a day bird, <laughs> so to speak, by force when school is open because with, you know, getting the kids to school, picking them up, by 9 o'clock I'm tired. And to be quite honest with you, I had been struggling for months before school closed to keep up with Tea Time Tuesday 
because by the time nine o'clock hit, I'm sleepy, but I rallied on and I showed up and I showed up and I showed up. So I am so happy to have this podcast to help fill in the gap and allow me to get content out there more efficiently. So without further ado, I'm going to get started. So I was trying to figure out what do I want to talk about today. And a couple things came to mind and I'm going to go with the most recent thing, which is logo design. And I think any designer, whether you're a web designer or a brand designer or graphic designer or any type of form or fashion of a graphic design is going to touch on the fact of logos and how overrated they are. And it might seem as though it's a bit of a frustration and it is, especially for us who specialize in branding, because when branding is such a broad term and it's used so widely, vaguely, loosely that Essentially, people just kind of put it in a box and say, okay, Brandon is your logo, and it is not. So, ta-da, of course, I'm going to address a logo is more than just, a brand is more than just a logo. And I'm not going to go too deep into it because, you know, I'm always talking and showing and displaying on my Instagram story. So, if you're not following me on Instagram, go follow me. It's underscore branding queen, and it's Cassia Marina, the branding queen on Facebook. But if you don't connect with any with me anywhere, make sure to do so on Instagram. All right, so the logo. So I was working with a client the other day and she had a logo. Well, actually, I did her foundation logo when I now got into design about 10 years ago. All right, and it's always a pleasure to work with clients from way back when because not just because they're coming back to me but because that they have really the, the their logo has or not the logo but the work that I have done with them has become such a mainstay in their business and just the mere fact that hey they have a special place in my heart because they were my first clients they were the clients that I were practicing design on and look their logo has stand the test of time with all the trends and all the fads, your logo should be clean, simple, and the emphasis here is timeless. So it has to be classic, right? And it just makes me so happy to see that not that just the logo stand at the test of time, but their business, ultimately their brand. So that is really something to me when I have to build on that ex existing foundation that we did years ago and continue to build up their brand visually and cohesively. So there was a time when she did a logo in a rush, and I assumed like some designer did it, some designer on the internet and one of those places where you can get stuff cheap because it just had such a template feel. And But I doubted that that's what she did. And, you know, as a designer, it's like you always ask, I wonder how come she didn't ask me to do it? Well, many times... People just need something quick and cheap and in a rush, right? And when I, I know I said quick and I said in a rush, but not just that they needed it quickly, but it was a rushed thing because they needed it at the time that they needed it. And this was happening for them quickly and cheaply. 
and they didn't have time for the brief and the long back and forth. So anyway, she came back to me to build a logo for another one of her branches of her existing business. And we got that done and then she came back for something else. And in talking with her, we were trying to figure out, okay, so what fonts are we going with? Because the logo that she got done, and let me by the way see it, it's the Etsy logo. So I'm just going to refer to it as the Etsy logo. It came in rose gold. And she wanted that rose gold aspect on the logo that I did for her prior to the one that I'm working on currently. And, but she wanted to keep the same font and consistency of the original logo, which makes my heart sing because, you know, branding is all about consistency. So let me try to hurry this up. Long story short, she wanted to know my advice, and this is where the brand strategist in me comes out, is, and the guidance, and let me tell you, I just love when people come to me for my professional opinion because that's my job. I'm not just a designer who's just going to design something pretty. It's about the strategies, about the brand strategy behind it. And I was kind of like struggling a bit with how to incorporate this, how to put it, <laughs> this outside made logo, you know, like that outside child. And incorporate it into the family and she was like no we could change it um she's not really attached to the font she really just want everything to tie back to the original logo everything when you look at it it must tie back to the original logo and i was just like yes great now that i know you're not attached to that font this makes it so much easier because really and truly that's how it should be done and to work with clients who understand that that the consistency of all of it is so important and that's when I realized okay you need a brand board that shows all of your different arms da, 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 da. so you have the main logo and then all your other brands and that way everything comes together um, I also have referred to it as a brand style guide or you might know it as a brand style book or board you'll see them on Pinterest so just type in brand style board and you will see what that is and the purpose that it serves putting all your brand elements together in one document whether it's a page or a couple pages you need to put together your brand together in one sheet in order to really see it as a, at a glance and to see that everything is working cohesively so why am i telling you this because when i was working on logo design and you know part of working on design is research so i'm researching looking around getting inspired by different things and i saw a logo that looked pretty much exactly like it and that is the problem with etsy logos and this is not oh, any shade on anybody who sells on etsy or etsy in general or just getting cheap template logos it's that somebody else is going to have that template you are not going when you are building a brand, especially the visual aspects of it, if you want to truly be identifiable and not just disappear into the crowd and the sea of all the visuals constant, that we're constantly bombarded by, you want to be as original as possible. The only way to do that is to do it from scratch and to do a custom 
design from somebody with a brain. And I don't say that to insult anybody, but what I mean is there is nothing like having something curated from scratch. That's what I mean by somebody with a brain. Not a logo program that is just going to spit out some designs for you automatically because it's going to eventually, chances are it's going to work just like a template where it's going to spit out something that's unoriginal. And there is something about these stock sites where all the logos, as much as I try to see their really nice concepts, they just look like a template. And you don't want your brand to look like a template. You are original. And that is my purpose here in my business, is to create the visual representation of you, your brand, your business, and what makes you unique. And that is what you should be looking for in any brand strategist, designer, etc., etc. Anybody who, who specializes in brand design, their ultimate goal is to create a visual representation of you. That's why there's so many steps. There's so much homework. There's so much, you know, brainstorming and pulling inspiration because we all have something that is unique about us. So why would we go for a template? Now. Let me tell you why you will go for a template. You will go for a template when you're on a budget. And that's totally fine because this is the next lesson in what happens with her. I don't knock her at all for going on Etsy because I have reached a point in my business where I've matured enough that I'm not offended when people explore other options, right? People do what works for them at the point in time and that's okay. That is okay, all right? If you are creative, any type of creative, photographer, um, videographer, etc., etc., people will try out different people. And it's not that they are disloyal to you. That's just the way the creative industry rules. All right? You have to figure out what is your unique selling point to keep them coming back after they've explored. That, okay, I'm, I'm done exploring. I'm, I'm ready to just, you're, you're my partner in creative crime for lack of a better term, right? So let me get back to what I was saying. Purpose. Sometimes people need something quick, cheap, and on the rush, and sometimes they just don't want to disturb you. You as well, as a, if you're creative, you don't want to be disturbed. I don't want somebody calling me 9 o'clock at night to say they have a rush job. I would rather you go on Etsy and get that thing done and have you come back the week after and say, okay, let me book your services for the next, in the next two weeks time or whenever your design schedule can fit me in. I would rather that because it shows a sign of respect for you and your business. I think too often designers are taken for granted and it's because so many are suffering <laughs> with starving artist syndrome because we're just not good and I wouldn't say you, but generally speaking, aren't good at business. And we feel that we have to bend over backwards in order to get the job. There is enough work. We just need to stand united and demand the respect that you deserve as a professional, as if you're a professional. Because not everybody's a professional. And that's a whole other cup of tea altogether, but for another time. 
Anyway, the point is external decides server purpose. If you are bootstrapping and you just decided, you literally just decided I'm going to get into business and I have no money whatsoever. You're going to invest your money in other places first before you're going to drop a whole bunch of cash on working on your branding. Right? So that's my, that's my thing there. It's okay to do the template. But that should not be where you get comfortable. It's not the be all and end all to like, okay, well, I have something and I'm just going to stay at something. Eventually, you're going to have to level up. And I advise that you look to do branding when you are three years in business, idly. Idly look to do that professional from top to bottom, um, complete styling right that makeover when you're three years in business maybe if you're two years in business that could even work but ideally I'll say two to three years because by then you would have been so in touch with the people that you really want to serve because those first three years especially first year you are going to learn a lot about yourself you're gonna learn a lot about business and you're gonna learn a lot about who your business serve and who you prefer to serve so take the time to have something Work with it, rock it, build your brand. And when I say build your brand, this is more, this is beyond the visuals, but building your authority and building that reputation. Branding is your reputation, essentially, that people could say they are the go-to for X, Y, and Z. Focus on building your brand, reputation, authority, and all of that before investing a lot of money into the visual stuff if you have the money and you want to do it you can but you're gonna come back and change it and that is another thing that it's okay to change your branding because you're gonna evolve we are all going to evolve we as individuals as people we evolve people change careers so your brand aka your business is going to evolve as you get more in tune and you refine your offerings you're going to realize you're gonna to have to refine the visuals you're also going to refine your messaging to go with how you have evolved as a business and that's that's absolutely fantastic like the faster you are refining stuff and when I say faster, <laughs> let me clarify, not constantly changing, right? But the more you get clear, right? That's what I mean by refine. The more you get clear and zero in on who you want to serve and who is getting the most out of what you have to offer, because it's not just about who you want to serve, but you have to ensure that the people that you are serving are getting something of value. So it's finding that balance and just... It, it really, you continue to learn about your business even after you have crossed that three-year mark. But it's a good place because you have become fairly seasoned about what you are about. Long story short, you know what you are about by then, or you should. All right, so I hope that this brought some clarity to you all and given you something to think about when it comes to those template logos and the template branding because they use the words branding so loosely <laughs> but everything has a time and place and there's a time and place for different phases in your business 
and that is where those Etsy logos comes in and the things to keep in mind when purchasing that there is something else that looks just like it somewhere else more than likely all right so that is it for my first episode if you enjoyed this please share it please 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 share it and leave me a review if you are listening to this on iTunes um, and come on my Instagram and leave a comment on my latest post and tell me how you enjoyed this episode send me a DMs just engage with me somehow and let me know how this podcast episode was for you and if you enjoyed it if you want any more and q and I want to do some Q&A, so drop me some questions and I will put together a Q&A episode for you as well. So let me say that again. <laughs> Leave a review if you're listening to this on iTunes and connect with me on Instagram at underscore branding queen. Go to my latest post and leave a comment telling me what you think about the episode, that you enjoy it, um, and what part resonated with you the most or what was your takeaways all right so i am out i will talk to you for the next episode of tea time the podcast i absolutely enjoyed this and i look forward to doing this some more bye guys